Hello and welcome to NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche, bringing your way today the inspired Word of God, and I hope you will be blessed. Thanks for joining this podcast. The main text for today is taken from the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 26, verse 1 to 11. And it shall be when thou art come in unto the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee for an inheritance, and possessest it, and dwellest therein, that thou shalt take of the first of all the fruit of the earth, which thou shalt bring of thy land that the Lord thy God giveth thee, and shalt put it in a basket, and shalt go unto the place which the Lord thy God shall choose to place his name there. And thou shalt go unto the priest that shall be in those days, and say unto him, I profess this day unto the Lord thy God, that I am come unto the country which the Lord sware unto our fathers for to give us. And the priest shall take the basket out of thine hand, and set it down before the altar of the Lord thy God. And thou shalt speak and say before the Lord thy God, A Syrian ready to perish was my father, and he went down into Egypt, and sojourned there with a few, and became there a nation, great, mighty, and populous. And the Egyptians evil entreated us, and afflicted us, and laid upon us hard bondage. And when we cried unto the Lord God of our fathers, the Lord heard our voice, and looked on our affliction, and our labor, and our oppression. And the Lord brought us forth out of Egypt with a mighty hand, and with an outstretched arm, and with great terribleness, and with signs, and with wonders. And he hath brought us unto this place, and hath given us this land, even a land that floweth with milk and honey. And now, behold, I have brought the first fruits of the land which thou, O Lord, hast given me. And thou shalt set it before the Lord thy God, and worship before the Lord thy God. And thou shalt rejoice in every good thing which the Lord thy God hath given unto thee, and unto thine house, thou and the Levite, and the stranger that is among you. Let us pray. Father, we thank you today for the reading of your word, and we pray that the hearers will be blessed. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. The title of today's podcast is The Uncommon Generosity of God. The Uncommon Generosity of God. And our podcast today is based on the book of Deuteronomy chapter 26 verse 1 to 11. And the book of Luke chapter 4 verse 1 to 13. Deuteronomy 26 verse 1 to 11 deals with the act of remembrance and thanksgiving of what God has done in the life of the children of Israel. Giving thanks, therefore, is one of the most important cardinal points that defines God's people. It distinguishes them from others who do not see the need to be thankful. The message of this chapter shapes our affection for God and draws us closer to God as we remember the work of God even in our lives today. Our chosen passage shows that 
on getting to the promised land, the people of God were compelled by God's act of loving kindness and they dedicated their lives to God in a sacred ceremony of thanksgiving because God has kept his covenant with his people and in return his people will now have to keep the commandments. The scripture says, When you have entered the land, the Lord your God is given you as an inheritance and have taken possession of it and settled in it. Take some of the first fruit of all that you produce from the soil of the land that the Lord your God is giving you and put them in a basket. Then go to the place of the Lord your God will choose as a dwelling for his name. Deuteronomy chapter 26 verse 1 to 2. The act of God's generosity is without bound, yet some people find it difficult to acknowledge his providence. God does not ask for something he, he himself has not already given. For example, he fed them, the children of Israel, with angelic food throughout their journey in the wilderness, their clothing was intact. In fact, they lacked nothing. God only asks them to obey and to trust Him for continued supply of the angelic food, and all of their other needs were met. The supply will be sustained until they entered into the promised land and settled. God is a giver. God does not always ask for much apart from the act of obedience. In this case, he only asks for a basket of the first fruit of their harvest in the promised land as a sign of gratitude. Is this too much to ask? For God to ask for the first of the first or maybe the best instead of leftover is not too much to ask, especially when God himself is the supplier and the giver at the same time. He makes water and nutrient, air and soil, light and temperature, so that the earth can yield its fruit. It is therefore important to emphasize on this aspect of our message today, because some of the time people offer their second best to those in need. For example, some of the things offered to charity are things that the givers themselves would not use if giving. I know this very much because I used to own a charity shop in Scotland and only God knows how many kind of rubbish we get as gift to the charity. Friends, the point being made in this message are conspicuously encapsulated in Deuteronomy chapter 26, verse 8 to 11. So the Lord brought us out of Egypt with a mighty hand and on an outstretched arm with great terror and with signs and wonders. He brought us to this place and gave us this land, a land flowing with milk and honey. And now I bring the first fruit of the soil that you, the Lord, have given me. 
place the basket before the Lord your God and bow down before him, then you and the Levites and the foreigners residing among you shall rejoice in all the good things the Lord your God has given to you and your household. From here, we can see clearly that this harvest was not theirs, but God's who enables the return. So in their gratefulness and adoration to God, they offered the very best, not the leftover or the second best, because all that we have are gifts from God to us. This podcast calls us to balance our achievement with appreciation of the generosity of God in our lives, just like the Israelites were called to do. In giving, sometimes some people take a few steps further by offering to God what they feel they can spare. That is not good enough because what we are able to spare show concern but not necessary priority. Putting God first in what we offer teaches us the importance of the place that God holds in our lives, be it our time, talent, and resources. At other times, some people underestimate or overestimate the importance of their contribution to the life of the faith community by feeling that what they contribute means nothing or is too much. As I stated earlier, there is nothing we have that has not been given to us. Luke chapter 4 verse 1 to 13 brings us nicely to the account of the temptation of Jesus Christ in the wilderness. We have established correctly that the source of all that we have is God. It is clear from this passage that greed is the root cause for wrangling which also lead to the irresistible temptation, wanting to have more and subsequently become unthankful for the generosity of God. Satan, the old serpent, laid out his argument in three ways. So when the woman saw the tree was good for food and it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree desirable to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate. She also gave to her husband with her, and he ate. This is in Genesis chapter 3, verse 6. Likewise, in the book of Luke, chapter 4, verse 1 to 13, we find that Satan followed yet again the same pattern with Jesus Christ. He told Jesus, tell this stone to become bread. If you worship me, it will all be yours, all the splendor. He also said, throw yourself down from here. Because we live in a falling and broken world, we are bound to meet temptation every day of our lives. It is not unusual. It is a perfect storm. For example, 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 12 says this, Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fairy trier which is to try you, as though some strange thing happened unto you. Jesus turned down Satan's invitation to sin because he knows that the source of all things is God and not Satan. Satan, in fact, has nothing to give. The first temptation questioned the authority of Jesus Christ as a miracle worker. 
but Jesus never needed to prove anything to Satan. The second was the fame Jesus will be giving if he acknowledged Satan. But Jesus knew the Creator. In fact, he created all things. Colossians chapter 1 verse 16 to 20 says, For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invincible, whether they be thrones, dominion, or principalities, or powers. All things were created by him and for him, and he is before all things, and by him all things consist. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead. that in all things he might have preeminence for it pleases the father that in him should all fullness dwell and have made peace through the blood of his cross by him to reconcile all things unto himself by him i say whether they be things in earth or things in heaven jesus appropriately demonstrated his faithfulness to god and his mission on earth The last temptation was about Jesus Christ proving the word of God to Satan that Jesus will have none of that because he knows who he was. The other important points to note in the story is that Jesus was led into the desert by the Holy Spirit. He never went everywhere his feet took him. Romans chapter 8 verse 14 says this, for as many as are led by the spirit of God they are the sons of God. So, in order to keep away from sin, we must allow ourselves to be led of the spirit of God. In that way, we are protected. We are shielded from the wiles of the wicked one, the devil. Friends, as I close, I like to bring this to your attention. That Lent is a time of reflection on what matters to our faith in Jesus Christ, and it is also a reminder that our present suffering will lead to the glory of the resurrection of Jesus Christ which is the whole point of Christianity let us remember that we may be tempted to do things our ways to doubt our identity as children of God to put God to test to follow after another god who would not make demands on us but we must remember that every temptation is an opportunity to choose between what is right and what is wrong brothers and sisters let us seize this opportunity that lent provides us to reestablish our trust in jesus christ for our needs to be met let us reconnect ourselves afresh to god just as the children of israel did with their first fruits and do what jesus did in the desert by resisting the devil when temptation came calling gospel said in the book of james chapter 4 verse 7 submit yourselves then to god resist the devil and he will flee from you let us pray dear god we thank you again for yet another opportunity to be able to listen to your word And I pray that you will help us so oh God to get closer to you and be able to resist the enemy as he comes with all his tricks. We thank you once again for answering this prayer in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.
Thank you for listening to the NUMA podcast. This has been the Reverend Michael Angeli Oguche. I pray that God will richly bless you until I come your way again.